We run the desert podcast. I like that. We run the desert podcast. We run the desert. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Run the Desert Podcast. I'm Jeremy, and unfortunately, our my co-host is unavailable this evening, but I do have two wonderful guests with me today. I have uh, Mackenzie George, who is the Community Relations and Volunteer Coordinator with Ryan House Organization here in Phoenix, as well as Crystal Jimenez, who is the store manager at Lululemon Chandler, but more importantly, has a really great just amazing story to share about Ryan House, and we wanted to bring her on too. We have a you know a long-standing community event here in the Phoenix Valley area with Ryan House, the Run for Ryan House. It is going virtual this year, but you know we wanted to really dive into that with our you know our friends, our listeners, to be able to share you know more about Ryan House, what it does for the community, and why we should all be sure to join this year virtually. So, Mackenzie. Uh, we'd love to, you know, have you start us off and share a little bit more about Ryan House. Yes. Well, first, thank you so much, Jeremy, for having us on the podcast. Ryan House is a local nonprofit that provides support and care to children and their families as they navigate end of life and life limiting illnesses. We do this through hospice, respite and palliative care and at zero cost to our families. Something we're really proud of is that we will never send a family a bill and we're able to do that because of the community and the support that this community has shown us. Absolutely. And I know that it's just, I know it's an emotional thing and it's just something that's tough to talk about, but it's just a really huge, um, important thing for a lot of families. And we were chatting a little bit earlier and this is a primarily Phoenix based um, organization. Um, that there are some similar uh, in the U.S., but this one is primarily in Phoenix. Um, about how many families roughly do you guys typically uh, help? We are an AFED facility. We do keep four to five rest kiddos in the house at once, and then however many hospice families we need. Um, there is a need all over the U.S., and that's something that Ryan House really tries to bring light to and to make that known to all the communities. We are one of three nationally and we've been open for 10 years. We were actually the second organization in um, the US to offer this type of care to children. And so that is something that we love to talk about is that Ryan House is really unique and there's not many homes like this for kiddos. And I also know that you guys are completely donation based, um, which is yeah. important. Um, uh, we are 100% community funded and that's what makes it so important what we do and that we can build this community and have events like the run for Ryan House which the proceeds do go to the children. Absolutely and you know before we dive too much into the run or anything I did want to you know kick this over to Crystal. Um, uh, wanted to be able to share her story because you know every time I hear her story with Ryan House. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to get involved. This this really helps people. And um, you know, who better to share it than, than Crystal herself? So, Crystal, I'm gonna let you share a little bit more um, on your story. Hi, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Um, we were introduced to the Ryan House in 2008, um, and it happened to just like magically appear for us. 
So my son, Diego Jimenez, um, was a member visitor um, to the Ryan House. And the way that we got involved um, really happened naturally. We were out having dinner, and one of the nurses that worked for the Ryan House noticed that um, Diego had special needs, but special needs in the way of um, required respite care or just long-term care. And um, she was brave enough to come and visit us at our table and gave us um, her business card. Um, and so then we just got really curious around what it was. Um, what I would want everybody to know about the Ryan House is that it is a magical place for parents that is needed. I think when you think about parents, they are either really well scheduled or they always have um, a plan in place. And when families are dealt with um, life-threatening um, circumstances with their children or have special needs and require a lot of care, um, you can't really plan for that and you can't really schedule for those things. And so the way that the Ryan House comes in is that they are that support. So for a parent that's caring for a terminally ill child, you can't just casually say, oh, I think I want to go have dinner or go to a happy hour because you have to find a nurse to cover um, your child or to care for them. Um, or another example is if you have a child that has, you know, 24-hour care, that means that as a parent, you are literally on call 24-7. Not that, that all parents aren't, but with um, life-threatening health concerns, there's, you know, procedures, there's medicine that needs to be done around the clock, and where that can be really hard for the parents is there's no rest and there's no care for themselves um, and they can you know become ran down um, and not able to care for their child so the Ryan house creates an environment that is safe and loving um, it's not set up as like a hospital environment it's really a place of we used to call it like going to grandma's house or going to like Diego's best friend's house um, because he always left with a new friend. Um, and it's just a place for your, your child to stay and to, to receive the care that they would receive at home. Um, and then it allows a space for the parents to have um, a break, whether that is staying there with the child but in another room and just like taking the longest naps ever, or getting a shower with no interruptions, um, or it could even look like um, not staying there with him, and um, if you have other kids, it means like quality time, one-on-one -on -one time with them, um, it means vacationing or getting away. It just holds a space for parents to just like stop, reset, and come back able to care for a child in in that circumstance so i know a lot of people especially when um there's an organization that is completely funded by uh donations they they have the questions on you know so where exactly does this go allocated and you know we've 
Crystal shared her story about a little bit on, on how it helps uh, the parents, but can you share a little bit more about um, maybe like what goes on at Ryan House inside the facility, uh, where a lot of those donations go to, and so that way when people sign up, which we know they will, um, they'll know exactly, you know, what they're helping to contribute to. Yeah, so when people provide donations to Ryan House, it goes to the kids. We offer a multitude of opportunities and experiences that kids can have when they come and stay at Ryan House. Generally, kids usually are staying for about a weekend or a long weekend or maybe even up to a week if their families are going on vacation. And what's important to us is that we're able to provide the care they would receive from at home as well as nursing care, as well as child life and making sure that their experience is a fun one. I mean, we talk about Ryan House being like a mix of summer camp and grandma's house, and it truly is. I mean, when they come, they're not just sitting in a hospital bed. They're getting to play. They're getting to go down slides that are meant for kids in wheelchairs. They're getting to experience the, our aquatic room and the craft center. One of the room, my favorite room, is our story of me room. And that's for some of the older kids to go and play video games or play with our green screen. And I mean, when you walk into Ryan House, it's not kids that are sitting in beds on iPads. It's kids that are laughing and they're experiencing life and having fun. And it's the least sad place. It's really you walk in and it's just, I always say it's magical. And I think Crystal mentioned that earlier, but it feels like Disneyland. And okay. we're so happy that we can provide those experiences and we can make that because not a lot of these kids get to experience Disneyland. So when they come to Ryan house, they get, that's where your money's going to is helping them get that experience. It's really like in the fine details in Ryan house is, you know, a lot of these families spend a lot of time in and out of the hospitals and um, when you think about um, caring for a terminally ill child or special needs child, um, you know, you do think hospital, what does that look like because of the medical equipment? And, you know, at the Ryan House, I would say accessibility is like, that stands out for me. Everything is accessible for each child that goes there. And even in the fine details, as far as each room is like themed um, around like it's themed, it's a themed room, whether it's a character or it's like camping. And even the beds that the kids sleep in, they are like a medical grade bed, but it, it looks like it would be a regular twin bed that would be at a you know, a normal functioning um, home. So they did an incredible job to remove like the, um, I don't want to say eyesores, but I mean, there comes a lot of um, sadness and um, grief when you, when dealing with um, kids that are terminally ill, because you, like I said, you spend a lot of time in the hospitals and um, it's, it's tough. And so going to the Ryan house, it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't look that way. It doesn't feel that way. Um, and like Mackenzie said, you know, a lot of the donations are to help support the people that need to come in to care for the kids. Like I had mentioned, you, when living with a kid that's terminally ill, you can't just call a regular babysitter to say, hey, come over and watch my kid for a couple of hours, or you can't jump on like 
the nanny app and grab a nanny, you literally need to bring in a registered nurse um, to care for your child um, so that, you know, you can do what you need to do. And so the cost does go into having um, registered nurses to come and work with these children, but then also to bring in the specialty doctors that come in and a lot of them do volunteer their time, but um, a lot of them do work out of, out of that facility. So I would say the cost goes to support the, the nurses and doctors that come in. And then like Mackenzie mentioned, there is a lot of play there. There's certain rooms where you can do, um, you know, crafts, but then they also have a lot of visitors will come in and do music, music therapy. Um, they have animals that come in and visit with the kids and do animal, animal therapy. So a lot of therapy, um, a lot of fun, a lot of things that kids um, probably wouldn't have the opportunity to do unless they did visit the Ryan house. Um, and ultimately brings in the whole families. If there's siblings in the, in, with um, the family, it's a way for them to blend in and do things with their siblings that may be terminally ill that, again, that might be an opportunity they've never been able to do with them outside of their own home. So a lot of services that, I mean, really could not be uh, found anywhere else. Or, um, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that Ryan House is able to provide these uh, to these families, but obviously, you know, those donations are needed and those, you know, race registrations too um, definitely help. Yes. I think to touch a little bit on what Crystal said too is we don't just support the kid. We do support the whole family. And a great example of that is coming up in the holiday season, we have our shopping days, which is where parents can come in and they receive Rainhouse cash and they get to buy toys and all those toys are given to us by the community. And we're so thankful that we can support the whole family, not just the kid that needs our services, but their siblings, their brothers, their sisters, the parents. Um, it really helps take off the stress from the parent when they're in, they're providing 24 hour care sometimes. And that's emotionally and physically exhausting. And we're happy to take off that stress of care for the child and their siblings as well. I think that's some just amazing, all the things that Ryan House can do to, to offer that to parents that need it. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's something that, you know, a lot of people don't talk about um, <laughs> when those things happen. Um, and, but the fact that we have something like that in Phoenix uh, to be able to offer that to families if they in need is, is huge. And, you know, our community here in Phoenix, especially runners, um, love to come together to be able to help out in any way that they can. Um, and I know that the run for Ryan house has been a huge part of the uh, Phoenix community for a while. Um, Mackenzie, how long has the run for Ryan house been going on? So this year will be our 16th annual Ryan house run. Um, like I said earlier, we've been around for 10 years before that, this was sort of a fundraising to get the house open. And now we use it as a great way to maintain the quality of care that we can provide these families. And I just want to say, Crystal, you explained that beautifully. I was so blown away. Um, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. The run has been around for 16 years, or this is our 16th year. And in the past, the run was held in the East Valley. Um, we have had in the past 900 plus participants in the run. Um, Typically, we'll offer a 5K, a 10K, and a family fun run for the kiddos. 
Um, this race, I mean, it's mainly been on city streets, sidewalks, things like that. And um, we are super glad that we've had those 15 years of the run, but this year we did decide to do a virtual run just because of this current circumstances. And when will the virtual run be taking place this year? Our virtual run will be held on November 15th. We are going to do a kickoff on the 15th on Facebook and Instagram Live. So the runners will hopefully get their mail packet beforehand. If you sign up with late registration, you might get it after the run, but we're encouraging everyone to register before October 31st to ensure that they get their t-shirt and their medal before the run. They can join us that morning. It's a Sunday morning. Um, watch the video. We're going to go live to a few of our families who are doing the run, um, which will be super fun. And I think it's an exciting way to get them all engaged. And then you'll actually have a week after that to complete your run and send in your run results with the RunKeeper app. Um, and we have a partnership with Startline Racing. He's local. And we use race roster. So the two apps run race roster and the run keeper app talk to each other. And that's how we'll be determining the prizes for the winners and giving out age group certifications. Awesome. Uh, what's the distances that they can run virtually? We are doing a 5k this year in just a 5k. 5K? Okay. Are there any kids distances or just encouraging uh, parents to run with their kids with a 5k? We are encouraging kids to just run with the 5K, hop on a bike, push a stroller, whatever they can do. We want the kids to get involved. I think that's one of the fun parts, if you've ever been to the run for Ryan House in person, is there's kids in wheelchairs, there's kids in strollers. There, It's such a family event, and we do want it to be, we want to keep that feeling of it being a very family-oriented oriented event. So that's why we're encouraging people to get out, walk in their neighborhoods, go for a walk with the kids. It's going to be a beautiful time of the year. Um, and hopefully the weather allows that to be happen, to happen. And of course, you know, um, for any of our listeners that are outside of the Arizona, um, you're still more than welcome to be able to help participate in this virtual run. Um, like you said, these proceeds go to Ryan House, um, and that's how they're able to offer these great services to families in need. So even if you are not in Arizona, they would still love to have you run virtually, um, get that 5K in however you need to, um, and be able to help you know, contribute to Ryan House. And for those that are interested, it's ryanhouse.org? Yes, it is ryanhouse.org. Um, and we have an events, and then you'll click events, and then go to the run. And it'll take you to a race roster website, and then you can sign up through there. We are encouraging people to create teams. And then we're, we're going to be announcing in the next week or so incentive prizes for whatever teams hit a certain dollar amount of fundraising. So awesome. we want to really get those teams and get everyone signed up. And you did mention swag. I know a lot of people are interested in the, the virtual swag. You did say there is a t-shirt and a medal involved. Yes, we have a t-shirt and a medal. And then we have um, the incentive prizes, like I just talked about, which we haven't announced yet. But they last year, things were like um, a hat, a shirt, a cool bag, um, things like that. And we'll probably stick close to that this year. Awesome. Um, Crystal, now yeah. I'm not sure if you've participated in any of the Run for Ryan House runs. Um, if not, that's all right. But I did want to ask if you had been to one of their events. 
No, yes, I have. I have participated in a couple and Diego was able to um, go out to one of them. So it was really special to have him um, involved. But I do want to share with your community that if you're not able to participate due to like the weekend that it, it's um, happening, um, think about how could you um, perhaps pay somebody else's registration for them to run um, or um, I don't know, just making a donation, even though you can't get involved. What's really important about the Riot House and what we had mentioned earlier is it is a nonprofit. So all of their proceeds are by donation base. And um, and for them to stand proudly by saying that they are they never turn a kid away, like this is what is needed so that they don't ever have to turn a kid or a family away. Um, something that you know, it's hard for people to imagine is, is the hospice piece of it is when you think about end of life care and planning of end of life care for a child. I mean, it's, it's nothing that anybody wants to go through, but the way that the Ryan house comes in and supports um, during the process and even after the process is really helpful for the families. Um, that are a part of this community. So I highly encourage anybody that's not able to make it November 15th to at least um, make a donation or sponsor somebody to to do the run for you or for, for themselves. And at the end of the day, just spreading the word about the Ryan House in general. Um, I, I know when we were there visiting, one of their big missions was is that one day when you mentioned the Riot House, no one asks like, oh, what is that? That they just know because um, we've been in the right work um, and that everybody is aware of how they can help and support. So go run, grab your team and raise as much money as possible so that no child um, gets turned away and that these families are supported in the way that they need to be sorted supported in um in the times of difficulties yeah I couldn't say it any better myself <laughs> one thing i want to mention on that too if you are interested in supporting and donating a run to a family we have a lot of families who um have been impacted by covid and just maybe this year's rough and they can't afford to participate in the run like they have in the past we are offering um those families free run admissions um and we are asking for community sponsors for those so if anyone is interested in sponsoring a family or sponsoring one of our kiddos running um you can email events at ryanhouse.org and we can work out that that's fantastic yes absolutely i i couldn't agree more like crystal pointed out you know um even if you're not able to run just being able to you know provide that experience for someone is, can, it can be huge. I mean, for, especially for a lot of us runners, we think, oh, you know, a 5K, you know, knock those out and things like that. But when you think about these families that have been going through so much, I mean, just a 5K together, I can't imagine how much of a great experience that was or magical experience that was for you, Crystal, to be able to run with Diego in this event to help support this organization that just meant so much to you guys. Yeah, I mean, and it, it really helped. Um, he has two siblings, so it really helped them understand and even our family understand the importance of it. Um, 
and really it's just getting out there and being with the community and spreading the word of like the work that they're doing. So it is important. I know in the run community, sometimes 5Ks can seem like, oh, it's not enough. And for this special weekend, it is enough. And just your partic participation alone and donation is enough. I couldn't, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for those that may say that a 5K is enough, I mean, make it your own challenge. Like, uh, like Mackenzie said, fundraise. Uh, 5K is not enough. Okay, let's do 10 of them uh, in one day and see how much you can raise. Trust me, you call out the runners to do something uh, extra challenging and they'll do it. So make this your, I, I am challenging every listener right here, right now to not just sign up, but see what else extra you can do. Even if it just means sharing on social media that you're going to be participating. Um, Ryan House is uh, Ryan House AZ on Instagram. So you can follow them, you can tag them, you can encourage your, your friends to, to join as well, to run virtually. Uh, as Mackenzie mentioned, you'll have the, the virtual um, race start, so to speak, that day. Um, and yeah, you know, if you, if you've got to get that, that 20 miler in, you know, maybe dedicate that 20 miler to, to Ryan house, because as Crystal said, it's just, it's amazing and magical place for, for parents that need it and need those, need someone to lean on and you really need those services as well. Perfect. Um, thank you so much, Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, thank you both for being on. Thank you, Mackenzie, for, for helping get the word out about Ryan House. And then, of course, Crystal, thank you for, for sharing your story. I know it's a tough one to to share, but I I wanted, again, I, no one else can <laughs> share the story better than you about just how amazing Ryan House is and really um, why the community here and anyone listening and all over should uh, rally together to to help support this amazing organization. No, thank you, Jeremy. Um, Crystal or McKenzie, is there anything else you'd like to add about the virtual run or about Ryan House or just a quick shout out? That's it. If you guys can just sign up and then also share on social media, the power of your voice through social media is so loud and it can be heard all over. So please feel free to share with your friends, share with your families and help us get the word out. Um, sign up if you don't like to run still sign up um, if it's not enough miles then sign up three times um, and I guess at the end of the day yeah it's like bringing people together for a really good purpose um, and ultimately the results is just is helping kids that um, may not have the like life expect expectancy that their parents had hoped for and and that's that's, um, that is hard. It is. And, you know, again, um, thank you, Crystal, for, for sharing that with us and being able to be vulnerable here in this space um, to hopefully encourage people to continue to support this organization. So um, thank you so much to both of you for joining us. Again, we can't tell you enough. It's a virtual 5K. I know each and every one of our listeners can do it, whether it be walking or hiking or running. So um, go to ryanhouse.org, sign up for this event, help support this organization. Um, we as a community can come together to help families like Crystal's that need it. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of We Run the Desert Podcast. <laughs>